0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I would like to tell you that everything is going to be wonderful and Trump is going to heal our nation and there's not going to be any trouble coming. Or I can tell you the truth. And I think that you want to know the truth. And so I'm about to play something from Fox News. Now Fox News is about to be saying that Putin is now openly saying that he has weapons that cannot be stopped. And he is sort of openly bragging and he is sort of Challenging America. So we're going to talk about that today. Russian weapons that can attack America that America cannot defend against. That's our topic today. Here is a Fox News clip taken from the news 1218 of 2018.
1: Russian President Vladimir Putin says he has weapons so sophisticated no one else in the world can match them
0: or defend against them. It's part of the continuing fallout from a U.S. threat to withdraw from a major weapons treaty because of alleged Russian cheating. Senior foreign affairs correspondent Amy Kellogg takes a look tonight.
1: With the clock ticking down on the 60-day window given to Russia by the U.S. earlier this month to come into compliance with the Intermediate-Range Nuclear Forces Treaty, President Putin today did nothing but flex military muscle. Basically, we already have everything. But if someone tries to scare us, well, we'd have to respond in a commensurate manner. The 1987 INF Treaty bans land-based missiles with a range of 300 to 3,400 miles. Before his assembled military brass, Putin denied violating the treaty while boasting about his newest missile, Kinzhal, technically within the rules, but according to Putin, a game-changer. Kinzhal is a hypersonic missile, more than Mach 10. Nobody has it yet, and we have it. It was one of a whole raft of nuclear-capable weapons unveiled by Putin last March. Weapons he bragged could not be intercepted. But the jury is still out on how viable all those weapons are. There's certainly
0: some bluster uh, involved. Um, You know, in the past, the Russians never revealed what they
1: were developing. I mean, this is part of the messaging. Messaging that Russia may no longer be one of two superpowers, but it is on par with U.S. capabilities. Despite apparent Russian violations of INF, some question the wisdom of ditching it, worrying it will mean the end of another landmark treaty, new start. And that sets us on a very
0: unpredictable path, and it could... Get very expensive and it it could uh, result in, I think, some very um, precarious circumstances in the future.
1: The New START treaty puts a cap on the number of nuclear warheads each side is able to deploy and it is up for renewal in 2021, Brad. Russian President Vladimir Putin says he has weapons so sophisticated no one else in the world can match them
0: or defend against them. He has weapons so sophisticated no one else in the world can match them or defend against them. So you heard Putin say that he has weapons that cannot be defended against, meaning that when he decides to, he can take down any nation and he cannot be stopped. Now, is he boasting? Is he lying? Or is there some reason why someone has heard from God that can confirm what he's saying? And unfortunately, I have to say, yes, he is telling the truth. Yes, he does have weapons that we will not be able to stop. And I've got three different prophetic words here that confirms that. So let's go to April 1997. The angel visited Dmitri Dudaman. He said, I knelt beside my bed to pray as I do every night before I go to sleep. After finishing my prayer, oh, oh hang on, hang on. I, I know we have a lot of new listeners, and so I need to briefly introduce who is Dimitri Dudeman. Well, this was a Romanian pastor. Smuggled Bibles into Romania and Russia for some 30 years, was finally arrested, they didn't catch him with the Bibles, and put him through five months of torture. They put him on the electric chair twice, and he still would not tell them how he was smuggling the Bibles into America. As the electricity is going through him, the angel Gabriel showed up in the room and said, don't worry, you're not going to die. (laughs) In other words, even though he's on the electric chair, you're not going to die. You're going to America to give them a message from God. That was 1980. And sure enough, they couldn't kill him. The angel came to him and said, you got four more years to carry Bibles, but I'm going to blind their eyes. They won't be able to catch you. You're going to be kicked out of Romania, and you're going to America to give them a warning from God. When he arrived in America, the angel Gabriel came to him again and showed him California, Las Vegas, New York, and Florida. He said, all of this is Sodom and Gomorrah, and in one day it will burn. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems, then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day, so great riches will come to naught. Now, let's go back to the title of this particular visit, is called The Bear Awakes. He said, after finishing my prayer, I opened my eyes, but I was no longer in my room. Instead, I found myself in a forest. I looked around, and to my right, I saw a man dressed in white who pointed his finger and said, See, and remember. It took me a while to find out what he was pointing at. It was a small bear who seemed half dead lying on the ground. Now, here's a little hint. The bear is talking about Russia. As I continued to watch this bear, it began to breathe deeper. With every passing minute, it seemed to revive itself. And as I watched it, it also became angrier. Now, let's pause just a second. We know that Perestroika and Glasnost, we know that the whole Russian empire basically was dead. However, over the years, it has revived itself. So this is just giving us a brief history on where Russia has been. Now it's about to tell us where Russia is and what's about to happen. As I watched, it also became angrier. Then it began to grow. Soon it was larger than the forest floor, meaning sooner... And, of course, I believe this is actually talking about the past, that Russia is going to be bigger and stronger than the other nations around it and possibly all of the nations of the world. And that may mean now, of course, we think financially, but I think the vision is talking about militarily, meaning that right now, probably if we knew the truth, Russia is probably the number one military power on the planet. If Putin is telling the truth, and he probably is, that means that this is already here now. Let's go on. Soon it was larger than the forest floor, and it grew even larger and continued to become angry. Then it began to paw the ground, so that when its paw would hit the ground, the earth would shudder. The bear continued to devastate all that stood in his path. All right, hold on just a second. That's saying... That by the time Russia attacks, and if Russia attacks in 2021, I did not set a date, if that's when Russia attacks, that's not too far off. But what it says is that when a Russia attacks, no other nation on earth will be able to stand before Russia. She is going to knock them all down like dominoes. Let's go on. Then it began to paw the ground so that when its paw hit the ground, the earth would shudder. The bear continued, listen carefully, to devastate all that stood in its path. That means NATO, America, all of them, until it came upon some men with sticks. Now, I think this is a picture of them, uh, probably the other nations around Russia and NATO. Uh, Compared to Russia's military, they just wipe them out. By this time, the bear had grown so large, it simply crushed the men underfoot and continued to rampage. So when Russia begins her attack, no one and nothing will be able to stand before her. So when Putin is saying that no one can stop his military might, I don't think he's kidding. I think he is really telling us the truth, brothers and sisters. Let's go on. I was stunned by what I saw, and I asked the angel standing beside me, what does this mean? The angel said, at first... They thought the bear was dead, the man said. As it will begin to stir once again, they will consider it harmless. That's where we are right now. Suddenly, it will grow strong once more with purpose and violence. God will blind the eyes, listen carefully, blind the eyes of those continued to trample the sacrifice of Christ's blood. Who are those nations that are trampling the sacrifice of Christ's blood? Well, you've got to have Christ's blood in order to trample it. But what do you do when you trample the sacrifice of Christ's blood? It means that you know about Christ. You've asked him to be your Lord and Savior, and this is speaking about a nation, but you're not walking the teachings of Jesus. You're sinning like you can do anything you want to do. And you see, that's the easy gospel that's taught in America today. That's the pre-trib rapture that's taught. You don't have to worry about any of this. You're not going to be here, okay? So consequently, it makes for a very soft church, a very easy gospel. Now, let's go on. God will blind the eyes of those who continue to trample the sacrifice of Christ's blood until the day. The bear will strike swiftly. This day will catch them unprepared and it will be just as you saw. The angel then said, tell my people that the days are numbered and the sentence has been passed. All right, hang on. What's that mean? The sentence has been passed. It means that we can pray, we can fast, we can stand on our head, we can do cartwheels, but we are not going to get America not to fall. Now, I believe that we can delay it. We've already seen it delayed. And I want to believe that we can soften what's going to happen. But know this, brothers and sisters, that America will fall. Let's go on. The sentence has been passed. If they will seek my face and walk in righteousness before me, I will open their eyes that they may see the danger approach. Well, what about America? Is Trump saying anything about the danger of the Russians? Do we hear anything, even on Fox News, about the danger of the Russians, that we need to fear their military? Why, no. That tells us that we are not walking in righteousness as a nation. God has not opened our eyes to see the danger. So anyway, he says, If they seek my face and walk in righteousness before me, I will open their eyes that they may see the danger approach. But if they only look to the approaching danger, and we aren't even doing that, They, too, will be caught up and trampled underfoot. Only in righteousness will they find safety. Suddenly, I was once again by myself in my room on my knees with sweat covering my face. Let's summarize what that's saying. It's saying that Fox News is saying that Putin is sort of bragging. You don't brag. You don't say those kind of things unless you can back it up. You don't say you have weapons that can't be stopped, can't be defeated, can't be defended against. You don't say that. I mean, not when you're the president of a nation. You don't say that unless it's true. And even if it's true, most people won't say it. So what is going on in the world that Putin would say that? I think Putin in his heart is very angry at America. Now, maybe he's friends with Trump, but he's he hates Americans. Understand that the whole purpose of Russia, from way back in 1917, or was it 1913 when they were formed, their purpose was to defeat America, to be a hedge against the West. That's why they were started. Daniel 7 says, arise and devour much flesh. That's the heart of the Russian bear, arise and devour much flesh. I talked to Stanislav Lunev, the highest ranking Russian military officer to ever to defect from Russia to America. We had him as a speaker and I think it was like nineteen ninety seven. And we went to lunch, and I'll never forget one of the things he said. Stani, he said, You have to understand Russia only thing Russia want is to defeat America. That's all they want to do. That's why they live. That's why they breathe. That's why they wake up in the morning to defeat America. 1997. Now, this comes from Dimitri's daughter, Virginia Boldea. Two days before taking my father, that would be Dimitri, to the hospital, I heard his voice in the early morning hours. I saw something. As usual, I quickly got my recorder and went to his bedside. He wouldn't let me record it. I don't remember everything he said, but I'd like to share with you what I can remember. He said, my father stated, the Lord showed me a very large bear. Now, obviously, that's Russia. It was as big as a building, and it began to do battle with an unarmed man. Do you see what I've shown you? The voice said, this is how it will be when the hardships come over America. No one, listen carefully, no one will be able to defend against Russia. What did Putin just say? He just said those words in so many different words. No one will be able to defend against it. Now let's go on. Only those that trust in me will be spared. Everything will start as a heavy rain on a sunny day at a time you least expect it. There was more, but I don't remember the rest. Let's go back to the main part. The bear was as big as a building. I think it's talking about militarily. And begin to do battle with an unarmed man. Meaning that compared to the military might of the Russians, NATO, America, and probably China too, all the rest of them, are like an unarmed man. Meaning that Russia really does have that strong of a military. (laughs) Look, when we're out trying to have a nice house, a nice car, pay our bills, raise our children, that's not the heart of the Russians. Russians have one thing in mind, to destroy America. They don't have large corporations that own their oil companies that have to pay dividends to their investors. All of their oil companies are owned or controlled by the Russian government. And when they sell a barrel of oil, and right now they are the number two oil producers in the world... And they're not putting that oil together to build a new world order, such as the Western oil companies. They're not paying dividends to their stockholders. They are building a military. Now, we can see they have a big military, but that's like the iceberg, okay? That's just what we can see on the surface. What we don't know, what we don't know can hurt us. January 21, 1995, also Demetri Dataman. I fell asleep sometime around midnight, about 2 a.m. I heard a loud voice saying to me, Dimitri, wake up, wake up. I must show you something. Even though I was sick, I was very ill, he said, still, I jumped to my feet. All of a sudden, without realizing it, I was awake. Then I realized I wasn't in Romania anymore. I was in America. A powerful voice spoke to me very sternly and said, why have you become so discouraged? Why did you try to question God, thinking in your heart that he had left you? Why do you keep so much sadness in your heart and such great mourning because I took your wife? Why have you allowed yourself to become so discouraged that you will no longer be able to work for me as you have until now? That is why I have come to you, to show you a revelation, which you must tell to the American people. The voice boomed at me, telling me, look to the right. I was awake. I was standing up. I turned my head as ordered, but what I saw was a great flock of black birds with very sharp, large beaks, and out of the beaks came a blinding lion, which I could barely look at. From their tails, I saw flames of fire shooting out. I became very frightened. I rubbed my eyes, thinking, what is going on? I must be asleep or dreaming or something, but I was neither asleep nor dreaming. All of a sudden, these flock of birds turned into enemy aircraft. That is, listen carefully, listen carefully, that did not make any noise. Now, hold on, hold on. How do you get an aircraft to move through the air silently? Look, it's either a jet, that makes a lot of noise, or it's a prop, right? The only other way would be some kind of anti-gravity. Now, we know anti-gravity exists, but we don't know that the Russians have put it on their planes. So obviously, they have. Turned at the planes, and they did not make any noise. Then I saw American airplanes fly up trying to attack them. But as they would draw close, they would just fall back to the earth in a blaze of fire. Now, let me explain to you what I think is going on. I think that the blinding light that came out of the front of the Bird, which represents the planes. In other words, it's a way of God showing us what is going on without revealing all of the Russian military secrets. I think it is a laser beam. Now, we know that the Russians are ahead of everybody with laser beams, and they discovered that if you send an electrical charge out, it will follow a laser beam. So all you have to do is put a laser beam on a target, and then send an electrical charge like a lightning bolt out, and it follows the laser beam to its target. Then out of the back was shooting flames of fire. So my guess is that the front, where it's very, very bright, was probably something to defeat our stealth. Right now, our planes detect other planes by radar, which is sending out a like a sound signal. Uh, I'm not a military guy, but I'm doing the best to try to explain this from my limited understanding. So they send out a radar signal. The radar bounces off of the airplanes, comes back. Well, the American airplanes have stealth, and most of that Russian or that, that radar signal does not bounce and come back. Well, apparently what the Russians have figured out is light on a light spectrum that will bounce off of the plane So it doesn't make any difference whether they are radar-invisible or not. They're not light-invisible at that particular spectrum. So from the front of the aircraft, it sends out like a strobe, okay, like a really, really bright light at a specific spectrum, and it bounces off of, yes, even our stealth aircraft. So they spot the aircraft with the front of the plane, And then they use their laser beams in the back of the plane. They spot the the bulb or they spot the enemy plane or the American plane with the laser, send an electrical charge or a lightning bolt down that laser, and it hits the plane and boom, takes them out. In other words, believe that the Russian military has technology far above what America has because God has seen to it. Let me say it again. Believe that the Russian military, believe it, the Russian, well, I can't prove it, but believe it, the Russian military has technology the world has not seen, that the world cannot stop, that the world, especially America, cannot defend against. That's what it's saying. Like a big bear that's going to be like unarmed men trying to stop it. In other words, the Russian military, when they get ready to attack, no one and nothing will be able to stop them. Let's go on. This flock of birds suddenly turned into planes and didn't make any noise. The American planes would go up trying to attack, but as they would draw close, they would fall to the earth in a blaze of fire. Once again, I heard the voice, but I couldn't see what was, who was speaking to me. The voice said, look higher than the planes. I looked above the planes. I saw a helicopter hovering above them. On the side of the helicopter, there was a plank, like on a ship where soldiers were lined up dressed in black, all armed the same and about the same size. From the center of the helicopter, a platform began rising up. It rose higher than the helicopter itself. Now, this is a vision where God is trying to explain some hierarchy that he's not really willing to reveal. So he's doing this in, you might say a parable, but it's it's a vision. Now, I'm going to tell you in advance what he's about to say. He's about to show you that the Pope is really in charge above these militaries. Yeah, well, uh, understand. I mean, I can go into Revelation, I believe it's 17, and it tells you that the pope is really in charge of a lot of things. They don't have a military directly, but indirectly. I mean, who gives the crowns away to most of the kings on the earth? Answer, the pope. The pope gives them their crown and their authority. Who crowned David king? Samuel. Samuel, so that is the religious leader made the political leader the political leader. Well, that's kind of what the Pope does. Now, let's go on. On the platform was a throne, and the Pope was on the throne, yelling with a loud voice, I have been given the power to rule the earth and to fight against the Protestants. And I can tell on what we read for the verse, right out of Revelation, and it was given here to make war with the saints and to overcome them. So there, a matter of fact, Daniel also has the same verse or the same words in it, that they may overtake them. As I watched him, with terror and fear, because he was surrounded by a powerful voice which was formed by planes of personnel, suddenly a white cloud appeared and covered them, so I could no longer see anything. Out of the midst of the cloud came a man dressed in shiny clothes, wearing a shiny crown on his head. He spoke to me, and his voice sounded like thunder. When his voice spoke, I fell to the ground. He said, Remember everything you have heard, everything you have seen, everything you will hear. Tell my people, because... Once again, I want to work with you more than I have until now. The armies and the planes that you have seen and the beast that sat upon the helicopter, these are the Catholic powers, which will overcome the holy that the words prophesied in Revelation may come to pass. Now, let me give you a little disclaimer. I'm not trying to beat upon the Catholics, and I don't think this prophecy is trying to beat upon the Catholics. I think the Catholics are about to get their religion, their church, hijacked. By people in high places, just like we have seen the FBI and the DOJ hijacked by hijacked by evil people in high places. Same thing going to happen to the Catholic Church. Let's go on though. The majority of my people will be overtaken and trampled because their lives are not clean before their Lord. Tell this message to them. Do not be quiet, for if you are quiet, I will punish you because the churches are fraudulent, they're counterfeit and fake. They live a life as their heart, heart's desire and. Their hands are stained in blood and adultery, sodomy, worshiping strange and foreign gods. Strange and foreign gods? Why have any strange and foreign gods in my church? Well, does your church celebrate Easter? Does your church have a Christmas tree in it? Hmm. That's what it's doing. Let's go on. Tell them to stop treading the path of the heart's desire and to repent with all their hearts so that in the day of the beast's anger... I'm able to save them, so they will not deny me, so they will not deny me, so they will not deny me. Meaning, if your life is not clean, brothers and sisters, if your church is not clean, you have a good possibility of denying Christ. Oh, I'll never deny deny Christ. Well, sometimes that's easier said than done. If your heart is not right, then God won't protect you. He won't put you into something that you cannot succeed at. Let's go on. The time is very short, and the army of their salvation is prepared. Again, the Lord spoke to me and said, Look to your right. When I looked, I saw a vast army that my eyes could not encompass. This is the army I have prepared to save my people from the beast's grasp. Do not forget to tell them the words that I have told you. I will give you a spirit of remembrance. The voice continued speaking to me. I will come and bring you more revelations about the times of the end. Then again, I heard thunder. Then the white cloud and the being disappeared. I was so terrified I was unable to sleep for the rest of the night. Well, time has run out here today, brothers. I was, uh, I was hoping to be able to get to some more, but time has run out. Let me encourage you. I'm not going to offer a DVD today. I'm going inst- to instead. I'm going to I'm going I'm to offer a prayer. I'm going to offer a prayer, and Lord, I ask this prayer to stick to the people that stick to us. I want to specifically pray this prayer. And this prayer is people that not only like the Prophecy Club, they not only want to glean from the Prophecy Club, but they want to see the Prophecy Club expand and grow and reach more people. I'm going to pray this prayer for soul winners, for supporters of your ministry. And I pray that this prayer would stick to them specifically. And I'm also going to pray that the people that are just listeners and just casual visitors to the Prophecy Club would become – they would put down their roots and they would really join with the Prophecy Club. And, our, and their hearts would be knit together with us because this message, the message given to Dmitri Dudeman, is the message in addition to the gospel, of course, but in addition to the gospel it is the message – that's going to win the most souls between now and the return of Jesus, especially in America. Lord, I ask that you see the hearts of those people that listen and also support this ministry and that you bless them, press down, shaking together and running over and the people that listen, but don't support. Lord, I ask you begin to speak to their heart, show them what you want to do to bless them and Open their eyes so they can see that the best blessing is in giving what you're supporting, giving to what is building your kingdom. And help them and their heart to see that that's what you've ordained Prophecy Club to do, to win souls, not just a few, to be able to warn and to prepare people for the days ahead. Bless them, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Rebuke the devourer from off of them. And Lord, I ask you to give them a wonderful and a Merry Christmas. That you would rebuke the health problems off of their family. That you would make their businesses prosper. And give them and their children and their grandchildren health. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And yeah, remember us when it comes time to your giving. God bless. The Prophecy Club is on the tip of God's spear. Join the battle and prayerfully consider supporting the Prophecy
1: Club with your gifts of support. We
0: would not be here without your prayers and generous financial support.